Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. Today's August 1st, and uh, I wanted to talk about compassion, survival. I've been spending a lot of time thinking about energy and energy fields and how people spin their energy and you know it's funny because the whole media thing it's all about the spin you know and it, and it is it's a spin so what is the spin and energy have to do with survival or compassion well survival literally means living beyond the life and that would be the eternal life the victory of the spirit the light within each of us and our eternal light which would live beyond the life, this life. I think that people spend an awful lot of time and energy, particularly energy, worrying about not living beyond the life. And worrying about not living is like the dumbest thing. That's like worrying about the sun not rising or the river's not flowing or the the season's not changing. I mean, it's just the whole concept of worrying about not surviving implies that your existence relies entirely upon the physical body that you reside in. And, and the thing about basing your entire understanding on the physical body that you reside in is like back when the explorers thought that the world was flat and if you went too far to one end you would just fall off it's kind of like that I think people have in their mind for whatever reason that time is flat and I don't think time is flat I think time like all the other things in our lives has a spin a wave an energy that is somewhere in the electromagnetic light spectrum and it brought me back to this whole understanding of waves our bodies and our senses and and what it is that makes up our consciousness because I think that the consciousness is the real life and the physicality of where we are right here is an experiential thing but it isn't the total existence it's just a little piece of an understanding because without a physical body you can't feel certain things and unless you actually feel it unless you touch a hot stove you know you don't know it's hot so so there's a certain need and necessity for the physical body but the physical body doesn't embody who you are so that you will survive beyond the uh, dissipation of your physicality because I guess the way I was thinking of it is that waves sound waves light waves electromagnetic waves visible and non-visible audible and non-audible you know to understand the correlation of the energies that produce our perceptible consciousness is bigger than just what you see in the physicality of our bodies and to illuminate the further less perceptible consciousness and amplify and harness the energy that is everywhere around us really in an unlimited supply this free-flowing energy now if we could tap into the free-flowing energy 
we could free ourselves from the masters of energy, those that enslave us and enslave our lives by insisting that we follow a timeline that's manufactured by the power brokers. The energy that travels around us, through us, in the body, through the body, is the body, the body electric. Is our reality combinations of electricity? Electrical frequencies on the electromagnetic spectrum? Our body is fed by blood, life blood, mostly iron, a natural magnet, attracting the specifics of the life based on the individual characteristics of the chemistry of the blood, the frequency, the other elements that are involved in the body electric also have frequencies that feeds the body. And it's interesting to consider if the body is mostly in the red field of spectrum or frequency or whatever you want to call it, I was thinking how interesting it is that green is the opposite color on the color wheel, which is the color of our environment and the color where we feel well and the well that we feed on, actually. So if we're mostly red, then we should eat mostly green. And then we'll be in this very nice balance. I thought that it was also kind of interesting that if you have a really nice balance of red and green, you're brown. And you know, everybody wants to be tan. It's the summer. And people want to be tan because they look good when they're tan, because they look well. They have this beautiful brownish color of their skin, and they look well. And, um, and so I just thought it was kind of an interesting thing to think about. So back to the survival. What is it to survive? What is the life? To survive implies that you understand what the life is. And I don't even think most of us do. But I'll tell you what I was thinking. I took a trip this weekend. We were driving down the highway. And I was thinking that, you know, all of us, everything that you see around you, everything that's physical matter, is a combination of electromagnetic waves and particles that all flow together they're held together by a kind of glue. And I think of that glue as the free space, the free energy that is all around us. You know, most people think of empty space as just being nothing. But I think that empty space is time. And in that time space is, it's kind of like the glue that holds matter together. You know, if something dies, it doesn't just disappear. There takes a certain amount of time for its energy to dissipate back into the environment, back into the spectrum of energy waves. And that's just the physical body. That doesn't have anything to do with the spectrum that we can't perceive, what we can't hear and we can't see. So all of these objects that we feel and touch that have solid mass to them are kind of like energy blobs that are combinations of various electromagnetic waves. And they all come together and move together to create this physical mass that we think of as, as whatever we think of it as, as your body, as a piece of paper, as a tree, as the roadway, as the car that you're driving and everything else. And as you go through your life, as the object goes through its life cycle, that energy changes. Chemistry changes it, light changes it, other things that interact with it change it. If you take a snowball and you throw it 
at an object, the snowball then becomes part of that object until eventually time will allow it to melt and it will drip down into the earth and it will water a tree and the tree will grow and so that energy then transmutes into something else. You know, so that's kind of how I was thinking of it. And I kind of think that the whole concept of people and their lives being strictly associated with their physical body is just like this sort of, you know, the earth is flat kind of a thing. Time is flat kind of a thing. It's not flat. Neither are any kind of energy waves. So consider your existence to be linked to the earth and sky in a way like the spirit tree of mythology. A tree of many dimensions, many colors, a spectrum of energy that reaches up and reaches down and reaches in all directions until it comes back to itself in full circle. Imagine that you were raised by the beautiful spirit tree and that your brothers and sisters were the inchworms and the leaves and the marvelous creatures that share the branches and the resources of this beautiful tree, this symbiotic relationship between matter and environment and people and wild creatures and the energies that are all around us and the elements that interact with us, upon us, through us. It's like a beautiful mathematical equation that works in all directions and you can check your work by looking forward and backward in the equation. Unfortunately, we can't always see the waves that move around us. So although I think the mathematical equation is there, our senses aren't able to perceive outside of a certain spectrum. But that doesn't mean in any way that we can't experience that part of the spectrum that part of the spectrum that moves at a higher frequency, that part of the spectrum that perhaps is engaged in compassion. Because people who are compassionate, like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who willingly released the possibility of maintaining his physicality to allow other people to live in an area of higher vibration means that he clearly understood this power, this energy of swirling, spinning his vibration to a higher level. And so that whole spin thing and the compassion and survival thing are kind of linked in this really interesting way. If you can let go of yourself a little bit and reach outside of your spectrum of comfortable vibration, I think that you can attain a higher frequency and grow compassion. And growing compassion and the vibrations that move people to illumination ultimately allow you to not only live beyond the life, but become immortal. 
Anyway, that's what I was thinking today, and you know, it's a little out there, but it's some food for thought. So come on down, drop me a note, let me know what you think. I would really love to know. Until next time, this is Ellen Iron Dove, signing out.